And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. I'm your host, E-Rock. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm your host, TP. And on today's episode, what's on the agenda? The fellas? menu. Little Niger update. Yeah, a little bit of some Niger. Surprising events happen. Stop and we were wrong. Where's Niger at? It's in Africa. Yeah, Africa. We talked about this. I don't think you were here. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little out of the loop. It's nice to have you back. Out of the loop of the group. Yeah, E yeah, Rock's been gone a while, so we're happy to have you back, man. Oh yeah. Missed you guys. We missed you too, brother. How was Tennessee? I saw four Trump stores. Oh. They still exist. That's cool. And you went there? Yeah, in Pigeon Forge. I went into one of them, <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you have any of his mugshot shirts yet? And they're like, <laughs> no, man. I'm t- Tomorrow, we're getting our shipment in. They were supposed to be here today. Oh, but man. But FedEx is delivering tomorrow. Oh, man. Just missed it. You have to order Should online. UPS. <laughs> that is actually one hell of a picture, though. That's a good one. It's pretty good. Some people are saying it's fake. I don't know. Do you think they let him pose for that? They're like, who? All right. And he's like, who's ah, saying that? Give me another take. Uh, take two. <laughs> I need it. That wasn't let a good angle. It yeah. wasn't a good angle. He was posing. and Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, there were some good AI rap songs that came out of this. I don't bail, I don't bail, I won't see inside a cell. Shut up, Doug, free my slime, slat, slat, why a cell? So, yeah, in Tennessee, I was in a house with like 18 people, and I only knew like six of them. That's uncomfortable. But as we were driving around and seeing these Trump. Was there only one room? No, it was a huge house, like 12 bedrooms. I'm kidding. So, anyways, yeah, these people, they weren't really thrilled with the idea of his mugshot shirts and oh, yeah. stores and everything. I could get the sense. Oh, the were folk, you ridiculed because you were with? Yeah, I was kind of no. just poking. You were ridiculed mm-hmm. or what? Uh, I just heard he's a piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. Wow. And I'm like, well, that mugshot looks pretty cool. I'd wear the shirt, but I don't want to get my ass kicked. So, Theo, you kind of can relate to that story over the past weekend. You were watching the Iowa game and Trump was there in Ames, Iowa. No, he was with me watching it. Trump was with you watching it? No. No, yeah, he was in the game. He was at the game in Ames. Don't you have a similar story of someone? Well, I somebody that... Well, yeah. Trump was in uh, Ames, Iowa for the... Iowa University, Iowa State game, which is the Cyhawk series. Yeah, it's always it's uh, always a big rivalry here in the state of Iowa since you're either an Iowa Hawkeye fan or you're a Cyclone fan or a transplant. Yeah, you like like Minnesota or something. But anyway, 
Yeah, he was there with uh, Ron DeSantis and Kim Reynolds. No, he wasn't there with them. Oh, he just was. They were all there. Yeah. Interesting. So he was there, I believe. Doing some backdoor Coke deals and shit or what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dude in Iowa. They never doubt, suspect Iowa. I doubt he was. I doubt they were. And then I guess like, uh, yeah, Ron DeSantis and Kim Reynolds were there. Governor Reynolds and Governor DeSantis. So isn't that interesting, though? Iraq and I went to the, the Trump rally, the Trump rally in yeah. March. And guess who introduced President Trump? The most annoying lady in the fucking world. Kim Reynolds. Well, her voice was, is annoying. I was about to say E-Rock's favorite. Yeah, he loves her. And now she's running around with DeSantis. So Behind Trump's back. Well, I guess. Maybe that's why he was there to confront them. What I a, know what's going on here. What a dirty lady. <laughs> well, that's politics nasty. for you, baby. I think you're talking about nasty woman. But we're Nasty. not saying we're not saying Kim Reynolds is that. No. No. However, uh And we're not saying he grabbed her by the you know what either. It seems suspicious that they were at the Iowa State Fair together as well. And what is that? Beginning of August. Trump and Reynolds? No. Or Ren- DeSantis. Reynolds Reynolds and DeSantis. Oh yeah. Pence was at the, the fi- Iowa State the Fair too. Fireside chat or whatever deal, whatever the hell she's having. And uh Trump went there, but independently, and a bunch of people started booing DeSantis. There's video of it. Oh, there. yeah. And Play she's like, clip. we are Iowa nice. Play the clip. Oh, it's great to be here. We're really <laughs> excited to see everybody. We appreciate uh, how nice everybody is. Um, great to be in the Midwest. I tell people, normally when I want to do Midwestern nice, I just go to Fort Myers in January, and I have half the Midwest there. Uh, but we love everybody that comes down to Florida, but particularly Southwest Florida from Iowa and other parts. Thank you. Well, listen, good friend, former colleague, governor uh, from Florida. And uh, so I appreciate that and appreciate the friendly competition. So Ron's uh, out there uh, doing the 99 County tour. Uh, I think you may be ahead of me. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? We're in Iowa. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do. But we're all going to have an opportunity to hear from each and every candidate. That's what we've been doing. So, okay. And so she was like, you know, we're Iowa nice. Trying to get the whole thing to stop. (laughs) We're Midwesterners. We don't act like this. Yeah. Come on, lady. You live in Des Moines. Seriously? So, anyway, it was a pretty... But we are pretty nice here. It seems like she's lining herself up. With uh, DeSantis? For uh, maybe a VP rec... uh, That's that's the first thing you think about, right? Well, we're calling it here on Iowa Talk Guys first Theo Theory. Well, that's the first thing you think about. Theo Theory. There's all sorts of different things. I mean, Vilsack was... Obama's Department of Agriculture, Secretary of Agriculture. And then you think about who was that Republican guy? Branstead. Terry. Governor. He was Trump's Ag Secretary, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Ton of experience in China and all that. And being a politician. And the drunk driving of his son or something? What was that? 
Oh, I forgot about that, dude. <laughs> Who's? Brand's dad? Yeah. yeah. Didn't his son get busted a bunch? I don't know about a bunch. Or something. A few times I thought he got DUIs. I yeah, didn't... drunk drivers are the worst. <laughs> we actually don't really judge anybody. No, but we wouldn't recommend drunk driving. No, don't do that. No, don't drink and drive because you'll spill it. Yeah. Have somebody else drive for you. That's what you do. So when you spill it, you can suck it up out of the rug. That's right. Perfect. Still like, illegal still to have an open beverage in a car in Iowa. Well, in Iowa, yeah. I heard Missouri just passed a law that your passenger is going to have open containers now. Mississippi, the driver. Oh, Mississippi. No, I don't know about Missouri having open containers now, but I know that Mississippi, you can have a point up to a point oh eight and an open container as a driver. As a driver? Yeah. Ooh. Last time I looked. That's like the most unhealthiest obese state ever. Are they just like, kill yourselves? We <laughs> and unfortunately, education. Yeah. As well as like the worst. Unless you're going to a private school, you're sending kids yeah. to a private school. Well, thank you, Kim Reynolds, for letting us buy alcohol to go during the pandemic. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty <laughs> yeah. baller of her. She's like, we're not going to legalize weed. We'll legalize open carry and constitutional carry. And you can pick up alcohol at the Mexican restaurant when you go get your food. We'll legalize what you're already guaranteed, but right by your God-given right. So actually, that does bring up a really good point that apparently the governor of New Mexico just issued a ban on oh, concealed yeah, second, and open carry. Yeah, they're calling for impeachment in and re- oh. cities over like 1,000 you know, per cap. I don't know. And all that qualifies essentially is Albuquerque because I don't know if you've ever been to New Mexico. No, I've never. No, it's fucking desolate desert. It's gorgeous. One of the most gorgeous places you'll ever go. But there's Albuquerque's big town. That's the only place that they can actually cook meth and campers out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Breaking Bad. Sorry. But isn't that crazy? The Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department love gunning down unarmed homeless people in their city. Do they have a history in that? <laughs> yeah, you got a bunch of them. Really? Oh, yeah. It's pretty messed up. That's rather unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they're uh, doing meth, too. So I didn't think that was negotiable. You know, you think about the Bill of Rights and Second Amendment and whatnot. But then again... For such a long time, it's been taken for granted that you had to apply for a permit from your sheriff's department yeah, to carry a firearm. Right. Well, the Second Amendment doesn't say anything about that. Not and at all. Tons it of, doesn't say anything about being able to get your rights taken away either. Right. And tons of, uh, tons of people with bumper stickers are like, I don't see a problem with having to go down to the sheriff's department and apply for a permit. I do. Well, well, what's that Second Amendment bumper sticker on your right truck mean? So did she just say it? No, she, she actually she passed the law, right? Uh, well, Governor, or she is trying to. Well, uh, as we know, well, we gotta bring this up now. A we governor can't it. pass a law, right? Executive order, oh, yeah. emergency powers, emergency powers because of gun crime. Glenn Beck was talking about this today. I have a CNN article here. By Connor Powell and Andy Rose, CNN, updated 8.46 p.m. Saturday, September 9th, 2023. So we're like late last week as of this recording. Never been Friday or uh, Saturday. 
New Mexico governor orders suspension of open and concealed carry of guns in Albuquerque. The purpose is to try to create a cooling off period while we figure out how we can better address public safety and gun violence. So one thing that I did hear her say from the clip was that it is a statewide ban, but only Albuquerque qualifies because of its population density. Because the rest of that state, like well, I said, is desolate. Man. Right. Yeah, apparently. So New Mexico Governor oh yeah, Michelle Grisham has declared gun violence and drug abuse a public health emergency after a string of recent deadly shootings, some involving children. The emergency- Drug abuse is a public health emergency? Well, yeah, with fentanyl, they're saying, and the amount of deaths. Man, good thing we have the war on drugs. Yeah. It's going to stop it. I'm glad that I went to D.A.R.E. in elementary school. Right. Because this war on drugs has going, been, been going on for 40 years. Should have kept those original D.A.R.E. shirts that they... <laughs> Because they go for a lot. Yeah, right. Do they? Yeah. What eBay? about the water bottles for your bike? Oh, yeah. Well, you only the only people that ride bikes now are crackheads. So. <laughs> and they would be the ones carrying the dare with the crack in it. <laughs> you never seen the <laughs> meme where it's like, you don't see kids riding bikes anymore. It's just crackheads. The, Not around here. <laughs> the emergency order includes the suspension of open and concealed carry laws in Albuquerque and better... Nalio County, Bernalillo County, temporarily banning the carrying of guns on public property with certain exceptions, according to a statement from Lou Han Grisham on Friday. So that actually doesn't mean a damn thing. Well, yeah, on public, pro- yeah, on public property. Just you know, like it when it says a gun free zone. Yeah, they're already pub- gun free. Public property is a. Uh, you can't. Yeah. So not like. She doesn't mean like just the at the courthouse. courthouse. She, she just means, means like, like parks and shit in too. the public. Is that in the public or on public property there? So there you go. There's a question. What is CNN doing here? It was made to sound like you're not well, allowed to be carrying here, your firearm in Albuquerque. Down, further down in the article under the plans, citizens with carry permits will still be allowed to possess their weapons on private property, such as gun ranges and gun stores if the firearm is transported in a locked box or a trigger lock or other mechanism is used to render the gun incapable of being fired, according to the statement. So uh, pretty much a bunch, so you, of, a bunch of shit that... You can have your gun, you just can't use it unless you're on a gun range. There are so many parts of New Mexico where this cannot be enforced. Yeah, go enforce this on the reservations. Well, I don't mean the reservations necessarily. I just mean like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Because that's what that state is, mostly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Monument Valley, right? Well, it's Chaco a, Canyon. It said uh, the order also prohibits firearms on state property, including state buildings and schools, as well as parks and other places where children gather. Right. Under the order, licensed firearm dealers will be inspected monthly by New Mexico's regulation and licensing division to ensure compliance with sales and storage laws. Of course, oh, really? going after the people with the FFLs is what you want to do when you're having gun violence on the street. Yeah, because that overwhelmingly the-, the weapons are illegal in the first place. Well, yeah. and, the, and by people that probably shouldn't have them. 
that is the overwhelming majority of gun violence. And they're not being sold to them by FFL dealers. No. Licensed people are not selling firearms. So once again, they're like, let's look at all the people that aren't committing crimes to stop the no. people that are committing crimes. No. You can't because just go buy a firearm. Now we just turn the people that aren't committing crimes into criminals committing crimes by not Fiat. complying. Fiat. Yeah. Dude, that's... See, how, see what they're doing? See what they're doing. Yeah, we didn't actually even mean to talk about that, but isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's insane. Anyway. So, yeah, apparently there is allegedly some pushback from some law enforcement officials. Some sheriffs. Uh, yeah. I heard, like, the police chief of city of Albuquerque also said, yeah, we can't enforce that. Even the district attorney is against it. Yeah. Yeah. So now as an officer of the court, I cannot and will not enforce something that is clearly unconstitutional, said Bregman, the top prosecutor. But they just want to do it. They just want to make headlines. Well, and then they have the Republican reps are pushing back. One of them recorded, uh, I think it was uh, Stefani Lord. Rather than address the crime at its core, Governor Grisham is restricting the rights of law-abiding gun owners, Lord said in a statement Saturday. I mean, yeah, that's all she's really doing is just fucking over the uh, law-abiding citizens. Well, that's all that gun laws do. That's all they ever do. Well, Uh, it was due to a drive-by outside of a baseball stadium. Oh, so yeah, naturally the people that carry firearms so that they can kill a person trying to take lives in the grocery store. Yeah, they're the problem. Yeah, they're the ones that you want to go after. Duh. The people that have jobs and have everything to lose if they were to do something stupid. <laughs> Those ones. Yeah, they're the ones that are the threat. Naturally. Have always been. History shows that every mass shooting is definitely a concealed yeah. carry owner yeah. or concealed carry citizen. Except never. Never. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, well, there was, a, there's been a few. Virtually, the, the, from a data perspective oh, point of view, I hate to be so. No, but you're right. From a data point of view. Take the, I hate to take the humanity out of it, but literally, like, yeah. There's, no, there's always a couple assholes. Right. Dipshits. Yeah. But it's a very, extremely small percentage. So, once again, we've said it before. We're here. We, we're not too far from Chicago, and uh, we hear it all the time shootings and all this stuff. And I've said it before, say it again. If gun laws actually worked, Chicago would be one of the safest cities in the world. And it's just not a place worth going. Shocker. I mean, suburbs. (laughs) If you need to fly in and out, go hit a Korean restaurant or whatever. If you take the train into downtown and you stay, or not into downtown, but you know what? We we call it downtown. Yeah, we call it downtown. Anywhere inside there. It's not the south side. But, you know, I've I've stayed inside the city before. And there's there's good places you can go in the daytime, but don't go certain places at night. But I haven't been up there in years. I haven't been up there since post COVID, so I don't know what the fucking city's like. Yeah, so just don't go out in the downtown Chicago at night is just probably a good rule. Well, and when I go up there, I I took my family one time. I will never do that again. It was a fuck. It was a good time. It was fun. I took my family to the Museum of Science and Industry. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, U um, boat. We took. Uh, oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. We didn't go there. We you took. Can uh, spend the extra money to go on it. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to do that sometime. You rock. When things do calm it. down. Sorry. Do go ahead. The governor. She also referenced a five-year-old girl that was killed by a drive-by in a. Once again, drive-by. 
I'm trying to park or something. To those are tragic. That happens here in Iowa a lot too. And it was by some teenagers who were stealing cars and being dumb. And now look at them. Their whole lives are ruined. They ruin other people's lives in their own be- by being stupid. And now, but that was not. If they were teenagers, they shouldn't have been owning a pistol. But now she's taking an opportunity. Right. She's using tragedy to further a, a political agenda. Right. Taking never let a good uh, crisis go to waste. Right. Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. Type of a but perspective. Yeah, they're all fighting back, and I mean, even uh, there's a Californian Democrat or representative Ted Lieu that had posted on X saying, "No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution." So, that guy is also a jackass. Look up some of his videos. Well, I just said he was a Californian right. Democrat. So. I didn't know. No, a Hawaii Democrat, right? No, Ted Lieu. Yeah. No, it says Democrat, Republican Ted Lieu of California. Oh, okay, on my bad, my bad. I was thinking of a different guy. No. But he's probably a jackass. I mean, he's in Congress, <laughs> so statistically speaking, going back data. I mean, he's not wrong, though, about the no state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. Right. That's, but we've been seeing it for the last, as long as, long as I've been alive. Anyways, moving on. Hey, so Theo, you were at someone's house watching the game. Yeah, a bunch of people had What that. happened? Somebody said they wanted to see Trump get a heart attack and die. That's crazy. Crazy shit. People are crazy. It's crazy. So. Him having a heart attack is a cooler story than calling someone a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm no, here so for the, yeah, but the, the I mean, comedy. Okay. The comedy. Hey, Listen, like I said, I wouldn't want to see that happen, you know, but at the same time, if it was happening, I wouldn't look away. Well. Yeah, and also it was a boomer, so I'm I'm gonna say that it was a boomer. What does it mean? Huh? You make the value assessment on that. Moving on to more international prescient subject, kind of a update on a show that we had before. Yeah, we want to just get a little international here because hey, it's a big world, but it also affects all of us, right? It is also. 9-11, the day we're recording this. It is, actually. So we should you, say something to that. Let's do that real quick. If you happen to see our Instagram, I posted a picture of George Bush, that one that they found in Epstein's uh, mansion, or his apartment in Oh, the painting? Manhattan. Yeah, the painting. Of him down on the... On the white... On the... Ground playing with the... Oral office floor. Paper yeah. airplanes. Paper airplanes crashing into Jenga, Jenga towers. towers. Yeah. Oh, it's that time of year That's I get to weird. tell my favorite knock-knock joke. Oh, shit. Who's there? 9-11. 9-11 who? I thought you said you'd never forget. That's right. But you did forget. People did forget. And j- let's just, you know, just uh, hit this real quick. I want to... Uh, I'm worried that my lip's going to start quivering. The events of 9-11 really changed the course of, of not only American history, but like history of the world. And let's think it, you know, the Patriot Act from the ashes. Yeah, not like most people think. From the ashes of 9-11. Patriot You're talking Act. about the opportunity that government took. Just like the one. Patriot yeah, Act. Old Grisham. I can't possibly. Department of Homeland Security. I can't possibly. Yeah, that, it came from that. TSA. FEMA. I can't possibly vote against the Patriot Act. No, not FEMA. It's named the Patriot Act. How could I take that home that I voted against the Patriot Act after 9-11? Obviously, you have to be a patriot to vote for it and unpatriotic to not vote for it. What I, what I meant, TP, to get back to what you just said was that is that FEMA is a function of Department of Homeland Security. 
now, weren't they? They were created prior to 9-11, though. Were they? Pretty sure that they just got absorbed by the Department of Homeland Security. So Look that here. up, Iraq, please. When was FEMA created? Let's get this out now. Yeah, you're right. 1979. Yeah. By Carter. Yeah, so they were absorbed by... Yes. But they took massive powers away from the Department of Homeland Security and Patriot Act and whatnot, right? Right. Well, so. yeah. TSA was created. Also... More powers taken away. FISA courts. The NDAA. Yeah, FISA. Dude. Yeah. This uh, goes this, on and this on. This allowed domestic surveillance, not just in America because of terrorism, but all every first world country then started spying on their own citizens. Julian, Julian Assange is in jail for nothing more than exposing this. Why didn't Trump pardon him? Right. Why that's a really, he? really good question. That kind is of a piece a, of that's, shit. That's another sort of, uh, what, what do you want to call it? little something to pick out of your teeth with trump with trump right something legitimate as opposed to what boomers that talk about hating trump right why didn't he pardon julian assange there's something legitimate or edward snowden or edward snowden 9-11 triggered uh at, at least a million deaths in iraq and afghanistan yeah not to mention all the maimed and wounded, and not to mention all the other deaths that have happened because of the war on terror since 9-11. The predator drone strikes all over the Middle East. The CIA-backed rebels that were, once again, armed and aided all over the place, killing other people. CIA black sites. Right. Uh, not and to mention the vacuum of leadership and structure that it created within entire countries. So it created a place for Islamic extremists to come fight. It's like, hey, we're not from Iraq or Afghanistan, but they'll take people that want to fight. Yeah. Right? So well, even in Iraq. Che- Chechnya, you always hear about. In the invasion of Iraq, there were Syrian students that were like, oh, we get to fight Americans. Let's go. Flew from Syria to, our, to Baghdad to meet, meet American Marines. They got slaughtered. Of course, I would imagine, you know, but but just crazy, crazy. Anyways, so never forget nine eleven. Do you like liberty? Do you like freedom? Do you want to defund the IRS? Do you hate the Federal Reserve? Do you want to abolish the FBI? You suck, you jackass. Do you want to outlaw inflation? Yeah! Then come on down! Hey guys, this uh, this month at uh, Iowa Talk Guys Podcast is the Merch for Liberty Month. That's right. Promo code ITG. 50% off. On everything. All of the products down at Merch for Liberty. These are also products that are made right here in the United States of America. That's right. High quality, great decals. They're, the artwork, the graphics are fantastic on them. Made by Americans for Americans. MerchforLiberty.com. The stickers there, they're very high quality. And if you're a cheap ass like me, enter promo code ITG for 50% off. You won't be disappointed with 50% off. No, who is? That's That'd be weird if you weren't. Hey, why spend all the money on a tattoo when you can get a sticker? Enter promo code ITG 
for 50% off. All right. Go check them out. Now let's get back to the show. Now, to get on with what we originally sat down and intended to talk about (laughs) is this update, the Niger coup. Just recap, the president that was elected two years ago, which was the first peaceful democratic transfer of power since independence in 1960 in Niger, there was a coup of his uh, generals. They kind of took the place over and imprisoned the president. I guess they didn't like the way he was going. Things that he was doing, right? Well, I guess it's like the seventh time this has happened in West Africa within the past past decade or so. Here, according to this article, I got an Al Jazeera article from uh, August 20th, 2023. There's no author on this. But it says, timeline, what was happening in Niger since the coup following the 20, July 26th coup, Equas, E-C-O-W-A-S, has been demanding the, re, the reinstatement of President Bazoum, who was under house arrest. So and, hold on, though. There, This is also, there's apparently another regime that was toppled by its own military in another Western African country. What, I can't remember if it's like Burkina Faso or something like that. But just recently, yeah, just recently, and and it's been labeled by the West as against democracy or whatever you want to say, right? Okay, or what they say. Was he a Western puppet? His family had been in power for like decades. Oh, six decades or some crazy shit like that. I I could be wrong. That's not an official quote. But come on, you know that the United States and the West has been playing these regimes, yes, and whatnot. And United States Special Forces and other European Special Forces and whatnot have been operating there for a long time. Since at least 2011. The Legion has, we've already talked about it, like almost since the beginning of our podcast, we were talking about in like in what era, oh, Djibouti. Yeah. How the Legion has training sites for desert warfare. I know Marines that cross-train in Djibouti. With Um, Legionnaires? Not with Legionnaires, um, but they trained the Djiboutins on some shit they probably forgot already but anyways i guess the reason for the coup was because the west africans country's deteriorating security situation was why the soldiers did the committed this coup okay that's vague right mutinous soldiers detained bazoom at his residence in nime we already talked right. about that so Since yeah we talked power. about Statement up broadcast on national television. They talked about, uh, so the French foreign minister said France suspended all development aid and budget support with immediate effect, demanding a prompt return. Right, yeah. They were bailing all their people out, and the United States was the only one that didn't tell their people to lock down and all that shit. Well, no, they told them to stay in place, right? Shelter in place. Shelter in place at first. But uh, they weren't bailing them out. So, Well, yeah. And then, which now we have a recent history of doing, apparently. An emergency summit in Nigeria on July 30, a 15 nation economic community of West African states that equals regional bloc demanded that Bazim be reinstated within a week. Otherwise, the bloc said it would take all measures to restore constitutional order. Such measures may include the use of force for this effect. So they were talking about. 
coming in there and just killing the shit out of all the mutinous soldiers, all the ones that committed the coup. Ecowas. Yeah, which is a which is a European Western backed thing, right? Yeah. No shit. But there was it was there was also <laughs> surprise, yeah, surprise, right? African countries involved. So Ecowas was threatening to come in there and kill him. They were like, "We're gonna fucking blow this president's brains out if you do that." And then they were talking to Wagner for a little bit. Remember, like, hey, that is recent recent battle uh, knowledge, right? We might uh, we might need you guys' help down here with this whole situation. We'll pay you money. Yeah, and then even in August third, U.S. President Joe Biden called for the immediate release of Bazim and his family and for the country's democracy to be preserved. The democracy. Course, because the most important thing obviously, ever. if the United States supports them by virtue of that, they are a democracy, right? That's the definition. Yeah. Then the, uh, the coup d'etat, they suspended the broadcast of French state-funded international news outlets, France 24 and RF1. Tens of thousands of coup supporters, many of whom carried Russian flags, gathered at a stadium in Niamey for a rally as the deadline set by ECOWAS to return Bazoom to power expired. Coup leaders closed the country's airspace. So it's been opened back up since, and who the fuck are you to come into their country and tell them right what to do with their government? What to do with their government? Well, apparently the French, they came in in 1890, and it remained a French colony until 1958. There we go. Right. There we go. Wow. They also, you know. they also came in again around uh, August 9th. There was a uh, Razia Agbalua, former rebel leader and politician in Niger, said his new Council of Resistance for the Republic, the CRR, has launched a movement that aims to reinstate Bazim, a first sign of internal resistance to army rule. Duh. Let's team up with rebel leaders because that has worked for the U.S. and the EU so much in the past. Right. right. Yeah. The coup leaders accu- accused French forces of freeing captured terrorists <laughs> and breaching a ban on the country's airspace in an attempt to destabilize Niger. Most people actually believe that it is beyond Western governments to work with terrorists. They're not terrorists when or, they're working with the government. They're freedom <laughs> or fighters. Free them, or free them to work with them after they spent so much time to get them in jail. It's like it's such a an unrealistic point of view with such a lack of self-realization. It's it's ridiculous, <laughs> right? dude. Yeah, it's insane. But here we are. Set these terrorists free. Yep. Hey. They're not terrorists. Not anymore. They might have been, but they're not anymore. They were when Bazoom was in power, but uh, now they're free. Now fighters. that you guys, now that you guys took over, because their leader, we Pinky, freed him. Their leader, Pinky, sweared to us that he would play along with our games as long as we gave him millions of dollars and tons of weapons and aid. To anybody that actually spends a minute just thinking about that, <laughs> right. I mean, it's a, I it's mean, a reoccurring thing that happens. You just have to realize that wow, there is something very, very corrupt going on. That most of us can't explain. But that's yeah. what we're here to do at the Iowa Talk Guys try to explain it to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because we find it interesting. Hey, Blinken had a call, though, with uh, Bazim's predecessor, the former president 
of Niger. He must have had a call because he went to Kiev. Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. And they had a toll-free call from there. Yeah. And when he went to Kiev, there was bullshit, and bullshit, this, bullshit. In this country, how terrible this had been for this family. It, he Blinken let the media know that Bazim and his family were surviving on only rice and pasta and living without electricity. What? Like, could you imagine how terrible that must have been for that fucking politician and his family? That must have been horrible. In a country like Niger. Aren't they used to it? Going camping? <laughs> well, his, his, the citizens of the country are, yeah, but not the royalty there, yeah. bud. Right. Come on. I'm sure they have like, Where's ah, your sympathy? Back in my day. Because they are above these. Yeah. Come on, man. Where's your heart? They had that, to walk no. up and down a desert. But mountain. no, that's just he camping, that. dude. He has a Rolls Royce. Well, did you know Niger is the one of the hottest countries in the world? I did not. Yeah, it's in the, the Sahara, Sahara Desert. Yeah. yeah. Sahara? Sahara. So Tomato? if he doesn't have electricity. Tomato. We are Tomato. sweating like common peasants. <laughs> <laughs> we have no AC. <laughs> I hope Gre- Greta Thunberg. Well, do you a- think that we are the same as these people? You need to get me out of here. Blinken, please. Maybe Greta Thunberg needs to go down to Niger. Blinken, help Blinken. With climate change. <laughs> After all that we have done for you. <laughs> all the cobalt, the yeah. cobalt and lithium we have yeah, mined. I know. I got a flight to catch. <laughs> Anyways, we got a situation going on here in Ukraine. You stick down, stay put. We'll be there. Well, things are getting hairy, right? The coup d'etats, they were talking, the mil- the, so the Niger military was talking with Nigerian Islamists. Nigerian? Nigerian, is- Nigerian Islamists. No, not Nigerian. Yes, they were. Oh, Nigerian Islamists. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Niger, they- Nigeria. We, we already had this conversation. Well, they're going to make a pack about Western Africa, about, uh, you know, making a standoff. For Africa, Western Africa. Let's do this together. Let's Get rid of these white folks together. for all. Get rid of these howlies. <laughs> well, even uh, Putin got in on it and stressed the importance of a peaceful resolution of the situation for a more stable Sahali. Sahil. But we have weapons if you want some too. We'll sell it to you. We actually been making them as opposed to depleting our resources. We've been making manufacturing them so yeah you know thing, big, big difference things were getting hot on the border of mali as well which the u.s has been involved in with uh hanging out with for a minute too in mali africa mars uh yeah it's where a, the french have been operating again right uh, so august 17th at least 17 niger soldiers were killed and attacked by armed groups near the border with mali the country's minister of defense said in a statement so they were freeing terrorists killing people I mean, in any other country, that would be uh, acts of war, right? But they kind of... But, but this, you know, this time it's democratic. Mm. So, big difference, well, TB. The democratic on. ones are the heroes, right? Right. Yeah. The ones that... Yeah, Equas, uh, they were talking about like having a D-Day type possibility of a military inv- intervention. Like, we're just going to hit them from all sides and just go, 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 go. Well, there's been a ton of talk of French military intervention for a while, um, which is really interesting. You know what's more interesting? 
What? Yesterday, according to Reuters, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Sunday held a on phone what call. Day? 9-10. All right. On Sunday, held a phone call with Intermittent Leader Mali Asiyami Gutia and discussed topics including anti-terrorism efforts in Mali. And according to the statement, the two leaders agreed that the crisis in Niger, where the July coup ousted the president, could only be resolved by diplomatic means. Getting to this uh, next article we have here by Brookings.edu, it's commentary by Venda Velbab Brown, August 8th, 2023, how the Niger coup unfolded. We're going to scroll down here a little bit because we are pretty much already talked about how that unfolded in our last episode and just explain some of it through that timeline that we had off uh, Al Jazeera. But we're going to scroll down and it says, did Russia have a role in the coup? Russia does not seem to have played a direct role in the coup, but for several years, Russia has run the same disinformation campaigns in Niger as elsewhere in West Africa agitating against France and the United States and accusing them of colonialism and instigating polarization and dissent. The Russian propaganda has fertile ground, not just because the Niger's crushing poverty and the country's poor media literacy, but also because Asufu had repeatedly resorted to heavy-handed tactics against protesters and opponents. That's the former president of Niger, Asufu. Oh, did they have like a P-tape on him too? No. A P-tape? Yeah, like the Trump. Oh, I thought you were going to say about Chuck Berry. No, not, that one's funny though. I don't know about any P-tape, but... No, you remember the Russian, or Trump with the Russian hooker P-tape? Yeah, the hoax. Yeah, it turned out to be a hoax. Right? That's weird. There was something else with a Nigerian... Nigerian? president what no i'm just saying did they have a p tape on him oh no they didn't uh he would just like cut people's heads off and stuff <laughs> do you have a document uh no allegedly 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 but yeah that's really weird dude that russia has been using propaganda and uh it's been working because They've just been saying, hey, you don't like being treated this way by the French who are doing this to you or the United States. Or the United States. And they're like, yeah, I don't like that. Try explaining this to a, a boomer. <laughs> and uh, it's just super weird that their propaganda so, has been just working really well. Russia interfered with their elections, too. <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> Duh. That, that, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's a Sufu. There's probably some... Yeah, but, I mean, you can go read that. You can go read that if you want. It's a bunch of propaganda bullshit, right? I mean, I totally... I think, I think that's what we're doing here. Is, we're, we're propaganda? No. Oh. We think it's all mostly propaganda bullshit. So, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we just, I, I, we, I thought that was, actually, Theo brought that, art, that article in, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I found it through some, like, MIT something. Yeah, but. Working on my online degree there. Now we're going to move to an MSN. No, I'm not. Article from African News. 
Story Riot Redaction African News. Niger's post-coup PM hopes for agreement with ECOWAS. And it says here, Niger's military-appointed prime minister on Monday said he saw hopes of a deal with West African bloc ECOWAS, which has threatened to use force to restore civilian rule over or after a coup in July. So, this new prime minister was appointed by the military, so they did not put Bozim. He must have died from, starved to death from eating rice and pasta with no electricity and shit, right? Right. And Probably not, though. Probably not. Well, I mean, they were threatening to kill him for a while. They're like, if you guys come in here and do a full force invasion, we'll just murder him and his whole family. Yeah. Right? Not that they really care if they would do that or not. That's not what is preventing the West from coming in. No. Whatsoever. Right. I think it's in a, our opinion. Do 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 we share that? It would probably yeah. be they would fight they would have to fight all the the citizens of that country too. There'd be a massive uprising, you know what I mean? Could be. Yeah. In fact, I mean, yeah, it seems like the popular sentiment in Africa right now is for the US and traditional western powers to get the fuck out. Yeah. So they're talking about apparently the Nigerian president Bola Tinubu, who is also the current chairman of ECOWAS, it was suggesting that in a nine-month period, such as the country underwent in the late 1990s, of getting back to civilian rule. So they're still trying to settle things down in the country. ECOWAS still sounds like they really want to go in there. Yeah, go in and and get get rid of that airstrikes. That new prime minister that the whole elected. nine yards i would imagine if they really thought they could get away with it right now well apparently one of the military spokesmen from niger said we are bracing to be attacked at any time every preparation has been taken it would be an unjust war we are t- determined to defend ourselves if there's any attack so they've been keeping up they've been getting their defenses ready they're, they're still anticipating why would they not take aid from Russia, China, anybody at this point? Why? Of course they would. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking from a perspective where it's their continent, not ours. Right. We should be worried about this continent. So why, yeah, why should we worry about what's going on? I think they should take control of their continent because... They're the ones that live there. I agree. So I agree, but I know that's a very simplistic point of view. Yet for some reason we still just continue to meddle in these things. Yeah. Well, there's a reason. And well, yeah, there is a reason. But big reason. According to Russian news or Russia Today, there's September seventh, twenty twenty three article. The U.S. is considering assassination of Niger coup leaders. According to Moscow. So this could just be more Russian propaganda. Fake news. Yeah, I ran into this article. Bye. Who do we have? Well, it's just Russia and FSU. Must be the Russian government, so it's definitely not propaganda, dude. (laughs) Release this. Washington spooks are returning to their old methods. Russia Foreign Intelligence Agency claimed... First paragraph here. The U.S. government is considering whether to assassinate the leaders of the new military administration in Niger, 
which seized power in late July. The Russian Foreign Intelligence Service, SVR, has warned. While the White House is, quote, not satisfied, end quote, with events in the former French colony, it does not want to rely on military intervention by Niger's regional neighbors. The assessment released by the SVR on Thursday claimed. Washington considers that a wet work solution by a proxy would be preferable to military action by the economic community of West African states, ECOWAS, the Russian agency said. Interesting. So they're not trusting ECOWAS. Americans are going to have to take these matters in their own hands, just like the Nord... Nord Stream pipeline. <laughs> That's a nice parallel. Hmm. Excellent job, TP. Well, according to the SVR, representatives of American Special Services are directly discussing with partners who could carry out killings in Niger, the SVR alleged. They preferred candidates who would be people who have received special training from the Pentagon schools and belong to the transition leaders inner circles well the only candidates worthy of the job are you know people who have gone through our training so none of you guys are qualified for this <laughs> so uh you know we'll just take care of it but we need some uniforms so however bad whatever rt is reporting here one thing that here's one sentence that they wrote right the CIA has a record of attempted assassinations on foreign soil. Yep. Yep. I'm Congolese leader Patrice Lumumbamba. I think attempted is being gracious, don't you? Uh, I think we are going to have, there's going to, okay. They succeeded. I've been working on it. I need to really fin- finish it so we can do the show. But Confessions yeah. of an economic hitman. Right. There, that's John yeah. Perkins. There's a. There's at least 10 countries that we can bring that the U.S. had helped with getting rid of leaders and then establishing new governments within them. All before the war on terror. Wow. Grenada. I mean, even Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Right after the war. (laughs) You bet. Hawaii was basically... Yep. Whether you boys want or not, here's some freedom. We're going to do it. Welcome to America. Here's a bunch of spam. Yeah, the Cuban leader Fidel Castro was a target. I mean, I don't know how many times he was uh, attempted to be assassinated. That, uh... Well, af- part of the that, church committee... That Justin Boy's Justin daddy? Justin Trudeau's dad, yeah. That Justin Boy's dad? Well, um, part of uh, that MK Ultra show that we talked about, that church committee, going back to them right in the 70s, uh, that, that, that there, was, there was also released during that church church committee or revealed during that church committee yeah. multiple u.s murder plots and you know what i think uh kennedy was one of those hey how far do you think you would get at the uh softball tournament up the road or whatever talking about the church committee and, and oh. the authentication to murder by government they would have no idea what with the, the average american about. voter yeah, yeah. It's a, they'd be it's like what church committee he's scaring me i don't like this person i don't want to be around him ever again what are you some type of conspiracy <laughs> theories boy 
I know this shit happened. They yeah. also reveal a pistol that shoot when shoots you, you have a fucking heart attack and die. Ice. Was it there was fentanyl? an ice thing, huh? right? Fentanyl bullets? No. It was, a, it was like a little dart gun. Laced with fentanyl? I don't know. Maybe it <laughs> you was. never heard of that? And not, was, not fentanyl, but. No. Yeah, it was like an it was like a CO two power. It was the first like air pistol. <laughs> there was a experimentation with like an ice crystal thing too, right? Oh yeah, but they didn't do it, you know. I don't allegedly, but well, and uh, even President Ford had to explicitly ban employees of the U.S. government from participating in political assassination plots in a nineteen seventy six executive order. And uh, Jimmy yeah. Carter had to expand on it in 78, adding people, quote, acting on behalf, unquote. <laughs> so you can't kill them right. or their friends, okay? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Hate the source as much as you want, but this seems like some pretty legitimate gripes against the U.S. government. Yeah. yeah. But don't worry, President Reagan removed the term quote political from the wording in 1981 so then they were just back at it again along with the solar panels from the white house (laughs) so they went at the same time it was the same day yeah Yeah. dark day on the white house that day folks horrible day yeah so well i that's pretty freaking dang on interesting huh so once again we'll see how this unfolds why would the u.s have to be involved in it at all period and two well that's our take but we're weirdos on the foreign policy. Yeah, we are. Uh, a lot of Americans don't think the way we do. What would that be considered? Would we be considered nationalists? I don't think isolationist is a bad word at this point. An isolationist. <laughs> I, really not. I, w- I prefer that over nationalist. Yeah, screw it. You sound like a proud boy. No, I am an isolationist. Uh, I don't think we should be hey, anywhere man. militarily beyond yeah. North America. I love my country, and I would just rather be taken care of here, and we do everything here. Peace, commerce, and honest friendship with all nations, entangling alliances with none, shall be our motto. Tom Jefferson said that. And look what happened. No, a whole hell of a lot happened. Well, during that time. it It was bad. The world wars, civil war. No. Nothing happened. Look at the history books. The Louisiana Purchase happened. Yeah. And they, which is why we're sitting where we're at right that's now. Right. That's right. American territory. Because this was French. Thanks, Napoleon. <laughs> and you know what? It is really ironic. We are sitting in French territory. Previously owned French territory. <laughs> Did you know that, Iraq? But you know. I heard about it. Des Moines. That, that, the best two things that Napoleon ever did for the world was the Louisiana Purchase selling that to america and i mean thank you yeah and worked out for us <laughs> yeah and uh his love quote, where we're sitting right now he re- he revealed the hand of the elites with that famous quote that goes down in history that history is nothing more than lies agreed upon so thanks napoleon you did a lot of bullshit around yeah <laughs> europe you caused a lot of tragedy now they're making a movie about it you see that tried, tried going to moscow too yeah with Joaquin Phoenix. Walk the line. Walk the Joaquin line. Phoenix. Rivers, brother. Yeah. 
And uh, for those of you that are old enough, and I'm like, that's stupid. Napoleon was like a dwarf. I thought I'm like, I'm not even gonna watch this movie. I don't think he was actually that short. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. But that guy's he made him average builder, but he wasn't from France. Well, he sure shit became. You know where he's from? Germany. No, that was just me. I can't do European accents. I'm sorry. Which kind of European? He was from Corsica. What is Corsica? Corsica is an island in the Mediterranean. Oh. That is still to this day French. And their flag is uh, like a silhouette of a slave, mm. which is very interesting. It's actually a really neat flag. It's a, because Corsica, you can imagine, was a, an important part of the slave trade. It's not something you want to forget, right? I guess not. So must be proud of it. But that's where he was exiled to as well. He wasn't able to come back to the mainland when he died. Well, at least he got to go back to his homeland. I could be wrong. But but uh, he... Uh, anyway, new movie coming out. Don't go watch it. Yeah. The Corskin Brothers, you know, that Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. On that note. Got the website up. We're working on it. I think we're going to just pay somebody on Fiverr to help us. Yeah, we also have some other stuff coming down the pipeline. We're not going to even... I'm going to talk to these guys about it after this recording, in fact. Mm. But it's pretty exciting. But hey, you guys will like it. We too. have a lot of exciting stuff coming. We do. Yeah, uh, we got a lot coming down the Norm Stream pipeline. <laughs> the Norm Stream <laughs> pipeline? The Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Nordstrom pipeline. Nordstream. Nordstrom. Anyways, the, uh, the emails are all up and going. So you guys want to be on the show? You want to. Send us a line. You want to say anything? TP at iowatalkguys.com. Erock at iowatalkguys.com. Theo at iowatalkguys.com. Right on. We also, we got uh, we got some exciting stuff coming. We got more interviews coming up. We got international interviews coming up. A international interview. I reached out for one international interview and haven't heard anything back yet, but it was, pre- it was a pretty big reach. You Whatever, know what I mean? Man. Hey, whatever, it doesn't hurt to ask. If we don't get anything back, it's fine. We're in a day and age where some dudes drinking beers in a shack in Iowa can reach out to some guys from across the world. Let them know what we think of them. This is like the modern day pen pals. (laughs) Yeah, but instantly. Except even better, like Epcot Center. And we can send multiple messages to them from multiple platforms. Without Nazis and stuff. But we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't spam them. We're not that desperate. We'll ask you one time. If you don't reply, then bye. No offense to you. That we just don't want to waste your time. We don't want you to waste our time. Right? Big interview coming up. Yep. So Beginning of next month will be the release. We're excited about it. You guys should be too. Yep. Once again, Merch for Liberty promo, ITG. You heard the commercial. Follow us on right. Instagram at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast at iowa talk guys on twitter and those stickers from merch for liberty are legit yeah they're pretty dope they're really good yeah and let us know if any of you boomers out there want us to get a facebook <laughs> yeah yeah we could open up a facebook i well, got a hold of my old high school girlfriend i haven't talked to in 45 years then remarried her. 
Yeah. Yeah, get your grandma on there and she can like all her. Knew her back then, too. Yeah, that's true, actually. We've been telling you to tell your folks and uncles and stuff and aunts and your yeah. grandparents and your friends and neighbors. Well, if you're pissed off about the situation and want to peacefully take care of the situation, listen to our broadcast. <laughs> yeah. And are you... <laughs> We're moving to Rumble and all that, too. We are. We're going to be getting to Rumble and YouTube. We, we have Uno on Rumble at this point. So Uno? Uno. One? Yeah, that means one in Spanish. We have a show on Rumble? Yeah. Wow. This is the first time that I heard about this. E-Rock, did you know? I had uh, a little bit of You guys both know about this? All right. Well, I didn't broadcast. I told you guys kind of like... But that's only one. So it's and it's fine. only All one right. in the middle. So well, we're but have... it's exciting and we're gonna be updating and probably trying to maybe even delve into the production range. Yeah, I would like to make some movies with so, some of our stuff to just like go yeah. along with it, you know, photos, yeah. video. But we're, unlike, we're gonna have to get more creative. But <laughs> unlike Slipknot, you'll never see our faces. Yeah. Or we'd be like Kiss and we'd paint our faces. Um No. No. That's stupid. Maybe if you guys go camping with us, you'll see our faces. How about that? Uh, if, or if there's ever some convention in the future, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Perhaps. You, we're already telling you right now, the only way you can see our faces is live. In real life. In Iowa. Come on, we want to see your face. <laughs> Clayton, show us your face. <laughs> so, we're just with that, on that note... <laughs> Always remember. We want to see your fight. (laughs) On that note, always remember. Don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. And don't. And don't fall for any Nigerian fucking scams. Niger. (laughs) Nigerian for Nigerian (laughs) scams. They don't. They don't have bricks of gold in their apartment (laughs) building. That's a scam. Iowa talk, guys. Out. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody.